0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 368 of the FCPA Compliance Report. Today, I have with me Damon Brenner. Damon is with Control Risk, and he talks about the 2018 risk map put out by Control Risk. This is an introduction to a presentation that Control Risk is making this coming Thursday to the Greater Houston Business and Ethics Roundtable of full discussion of the 2018 Risk Map. Jonathan Wood will be traveling to Houston. If you are in Houston, I hope that you can join us for this meeting. It will be from 8 to 10 a.m. at Marathon Oil, 5555 San Felipe, here in Houston. You can find out more information at the Gerber website, the Greater Houston Business and Ethics Roundtable, ghber.org. That's gerber.org. Go to events. In today's podcast, Damon, a partner at Control Risk, describes what the heat map, excuse me, the risk map, takes a look at, how it's created, and how it can be used by uh, both people uh, accessing the site and in a consulting capacity for those who work with Control risks. It's a fascinating teaser on what you will learn at the Gerber meeting. I hope you will join us Thursday. This is Tom Fox. The FCPA Compliance Report is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again for another episode of the Compliance Report. Today I have with me Damon Brenner. Damon is a partner at Control Risks. And if you weren't aware of it, Control Risks puts out a frankly incredible resource each year called the Risk Map. And so I asked Damon if he might be able to uh, come onto the podcast and just really describe what it is um, uh, and then how that really lends itself to the type of work control risks does. So uh, with that, uh, and uh, Damon is uh, recovering from the flu. So if he coughs or sneezes, uh, please forgive us both. But uh, he's quite eager to talk about it, and I'm quite eager to uh, to hear about it, and I'm sure you are to listen to it. So, uh, Damon, with uh, that somewhat long-winded introduction, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today.
1: Thank you, Tom. I appreciate that, and uh, thank you for the caveat. Um, I am getting over the flu, but hopefully we can carry on with the, the podcast. Um, so, as Tom suggested, I'm a partner with controvers based here in Houston, and RiskMap is our flagship publication. Uh, and also our annual forecast that we provide to our clients uh, that looks at the both everything from political, security, operational integrity risks uh, that we believe are going to be uh, our clients gonna be facing in the upcoming year. And we put it out every year, usually around January. Um, and uh, generally, that's going to help set the types of consulting and analysis and ideally the questions we're going to get from our clients for the coming year.
0: So, Damon, um First of all, uh, once again, congratulations. Uh, I think this is certainly one of the definitive uh, forecasts of political and security risks that's put out to uh, literally the the public as you guys make this available. One of the things that struck me in reading through uh, the reports this uh, weekend was that it's both quantitative and qualitative, meaning you certainly back up uh, your text with – data, information, and statistics, but it's it's not just there uh, forcing someone to um, make their own conclusions. That's certainly possible to do, but you guys actually will give your opinions about where things might going to help uh, the appropriate risk manager in a company, whether that be a chief compliance officer, whether it be a chief risk o- officer, or uh, a CEO, uh, understand the risks they may f- they may face in different geographic areas. Would that be a fair statement?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we try to do, so a couple of things. So, A, that's why clients pay us, uh, ideally, for our information, and we make sure that we provide that to them. Uh, and that's for expertise. And something I think that sets us apart to some degree and why the risk map is powerful is that we're not just writing this. Our analysts and our consultants are not just providing this information uh, from, their, from our headquarters in London, um, but we're actually on the ground in these jurisdictions uh, with our clients uh, operating in these environments. So I think that the information we provide, both whether it's quantitative or qualitative, uh, is very tactical, while at the same time high-level enough for our clients that would appreciate understand how to uh, operate within these jurisdictions.
0: So you tie this uh, uh, literally uh, uh, bounty of, of uh, data, statistics, and text together with a visualization of it in the form of a map. I was wondering if you could describe that for us.
1: Absolutely. Um, so the map we've been producing for over 20 years, to our knowledge, uh, it's the uh, the longest-running map of its kind that looks at political and security risks. And within the map, uh, we have five primary categories, regardless of what risk it is, from insignificant to extreme. It's all color-coded, um, and it's not necessarily country-specific either. Um, so, if we're looking at Afghanistan, if we're looking at Mexico, we'll go ahead and actually uh, change the color of the of the map and plus the risk based on the actual region of those countries, not country specific. Uh, we realize that uh, clients operating in Mexico, for example, in southern Mexico, uh, are going to have far different uh, risk profile than operating in northern Mexico. So, um,
0: can you? Uh can you describe then how uh, control risks would use this map or these series of maps coupled with the information in the white papers uh, to help
1: uh, do the services that you guys provide? Absolutely. So within we have actually several different risk maps, uh, one of which the kind of overarching one is going to look at all the risks that we have that we take into account, that our clients can take into account. And from there, we actually go ahead and provide individual maps as well looking at the specific risk categories I mentioned earlier, i.e., political, security, operational, terrorism, compliance, uh, and so forth. But ideally, <clears throat> this map is going to give a representation for our clients when they start looking at, okay, where are we looking to invest? Where do we have operations? Where do we continue operations? What are our risks? What are our concerns? Uh, they can look at this and say, okay, based on what we're seeing, these are clearly the risks that other companies that are, that are seeing this with controls is suggesting. Okay. Now let's take a look at our risk profile and determine how are we going to mitigate this and whether we go to control risk or other, other firms like them to go to the, go to our, our partners and say, okay, how can we best mitigate the risk that you foresee in the coming year based on what we're seeing on this map? And all the text that goes within that, of course, backs all that up. So, so we have to get in the content and the context to go with the actual visual map. So it's it's
0: really beyond simply uh, obtaining the information and presenting it to a client. It's actually helping them understand specific remediation or or I should say mitigation steps they could take.
1: Absolutely. So it's a living, breathing doc- document, and the analysis that we provide in addition to risk map. And if you were to go to Control's website, where you have the risk map, you have a lot of various articles and links associated with that. Back all that information up, and I think to your point earlier, Tom. Well, you can see some of the forecasts that we provide based on the risks that we're providing them, uh, that you can see via the map.
0: Well, John, uh, excuse me, Damon, I want to take uh, take this opportunity to thank you for taking the time to visit with us. This is a fabulous resource that uh, you certainly put out to my community, the anti-corruption compliance community. Of course, it's available to the general public on the control risk website, which we'll link to in the show notes. Uh, But uh, before uh, you go to the next uh, Coughing Fit, I want to thank you and uh, (laughs) wish you well and look forward to continuing the conversation.
1: Thank you, Tom. Really appreciate your time. Thank you.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you again for listening to this episode of the FCPA Compliance Report. If you're going to be in Houston this coming Thursday on January 25th, I hope you will join us for the January meeting of the Greater Houston Business and Ethics Roundtable where Jonathan Wood will discuss more in depth the 2018 Control Risk Risk Map. You can find out more information by going to ghber.org, that's gerber.org. I hope you'll join me again for another episode of the FCPA Compliance Report. The FCPA Compliance Report is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network.